true story. I once knew someone whose brother changed his legal name to self-made, I suppose as a way of proudly proclaiming his independence from others. But it's undeniable to most people that from the moment of our conception all the way up to our death, we are always in some way dependent on other human beings for our survival and flourishing. When it comes to being a disciple of Jesus Christ, many Catholics have a tendency to neglect the social dimension. How easy is it to go about one's life as if discipleship were a mere set of obligations to fulfill, like going to Mass, saying some prayers, making an occasional donation to the poor, avoiding those really bad sins, and then after all that, I can just squeeze into purgatory and I'm all set. But our vocation to discipleship is centered around a living relationship with God that involves others every step of the way. In the first reading, we heard what I consider the first example in the Bible of spiritual direction. Eli helps Samuel to recognize that the person calling his name at night is in fact the Lord, and he teaches Samuel to respond accordingly. Samuel is thus able to begin his divine mission with the simple words, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. We also hear today from the beginning of the Gospel of John, Jesus's calling of his first disciples. It involves a series of friends sharing the good news with one another and inviting them along. First, John the Baptist points Andrew to Jesus. Then Andrew finds his brother Peter and brings him to Jesus. Think about it. One of the greatest saints in the church first encounters Jesus thanks to a simple invitation from his brother. In his latest encyclical, Pope Francis remarks that no one is saved alone. We can only be saved together. In other words, if I want to become the saint God intends me to be, I need others to help me along the way. And if I am sincerely progressing along that journey, then I will necessarily bring others along with me. In contemporary church lingo, this mentoring-like relationship is sometimes referred to as discipling. Discipling is slightly different from mentoring in that it's not about one person being the expert teacher and the other being the student who receives the wisdom. A discipling relationship is one of equals, of one person sharing the good news with a brother or sister in Christ, inviting, challenging, and encouraging. This is the model we use in our undergraduate community here. Students invite their friends into their small group Bible studies, and then once those friends reach a certain point of maturity, in their relationship with God and participation in the church's sacramental life, 
then those new disciples are invited to begin their own Bible study and disciple their friends. And it works. Each year, there are students who either convert or return to the practice of the faith thanks to the simple invitation and ongoing discipling from their peers. They do the groundwork of evangelization, not me. We should all have people in our lives with whom we can discuss personally our growth as disciples and be challenged accordingly. And we should always be seeking out ways for ourselves to make disciples. It's amazing that the very first words of Jesus recorded in John's gospel are not an admonition, a moral precept, or an argument, but the simplest of questions. What are you looking for? And then after Andrew asks where he is staying, Jesus makes a follow-up invitation. Come, and you will see. That's all it takes. Accepting the invitation to be a disciple and embracing the call to make disciples. Within the body of Christ, no one is independent, and therefore, no sin is private. One of the greatest effects of sin is that it causes division and fracturing within the body of Christ. And so wherever there is division and conflict in the world, we are called to bring to it the healing light of Christ. This weekend, our nation honors Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who did that in an extraordinary way. To certain members of the body of Christ, God bestows those gifts and charisms to share the gospel as King did. But for every member of the body of Christ, for every disciple, the ordinary path of discipling others consists in forming authentic friendships and posing simple questions like, what are you looking for? And then listening, inviting, challenging, and encouraging. For no one is saved alone. We can only be saved together. Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please consider supporting us by visiting stpaulparish.org. That's stpaulparish.org. God bless and see you next time.